Hey guys, welcome back to No Content. I'm Ryan. I'm 28. That's Pixel. He's 34. Hope you guys are doing well this week. What's up, Pixel? I'm doing all right, man. How about you? Uh, you know, I'm doing. I'm doing okay. You know, it's been. It's actually. Uh, I haven't been streaming as much, so the days have been going by. I feel like a lot slower in some regards, but faster in others. I guess you could say. Yeah, you know, I definitely find that like days are much longer when I actually pack them with a lot of stuff, a lot yeah. of different things. Mm-hmm. It it actually feels like I'm getting a lot more in to a day. You know? Yeah, like I don't like wasting time, and so it kind of sucks. But uh, I guess it's just been more different because I usually stream at night after the daughter goes to bed, and right. late and lately since she's been on summer, she's been going to bed a little bit later. So then, like, after she goes to bed, it feels like, oh, there's not much to do. Like, it's too late to stream, but I'm not tired. So I have, like, two to three hours to kill of, like, literally nothing. Like, I'll just be watching Twitch streams or, Mm. um, like, a lot of my, uh, like, the people I moderate for or watch aren't on as as much anymore and stuff like that. So it's kind of been, like, kind of empty. Like, not empty, but, like, just kind of boring. But then the day, like, during the day, it's pretty, like, busy. Right, yeah. So I feel like that's how it is for a lot of normal people. But that might change this week. That might change because something's coming out tomorrow and we're going to talk about it oh here boy. in a little bit. So I'm pretty excited. Yeah. But how's your week been, man? Let's catch up. What do you what any exciting things happened for in the past week or any eventful things that you could think um, of? Well, OK, so I had two major things that happened this weekend. Mm-hmm. So uh, on Friday, I went to an orientation for my work okay. and it's uh it took the entire day. It was like seven hours long, mostly classroom, but it was, um, it was kind of interesting. Okay. In a good, <laughs> in a good uh, way, I'm assuming. In, in, a, in a good way. It's really like, you know, there's a lot of people there that were super enthusiastic. I actually was in an orientation class with a ton of interns. Like, I <laughs> That's think, really I think funny. I, was, I think I was legit the oldest person there. So it's like a general, it's like a general internship. It's not even, or internship. It's like a general orientation. Like it wasn't specified for like the, your right. position, I guess. Oh, that's really funny. Right. Like, like anybody who just recently joined has to go through this sort of orientation process. And this is kind of like where you learn, okay, this is what we're about. This is what we uh, need to focus on first. And then, you know, there's like this whole order of things that you need to uh, keep in mind at all times. Mm-hmm. And I was just really surprised. Maybe I'm just like jaded or something like that. <laughs> but like, you know, whenever the, uh, the the orientation leaders would ask a question, you know, hands would just shoot up instantly. Like, I'm ready to answer your question. Pick on Aww. me, please. Please. Aww. I have my hand up the That's highest. Cute. They're like, they're like all bright eyed. There's like that one kid that just yells out the answer and he's like yeah. 24 or whatever. Yeah, they, oh, they can't so hold it in. Funny. They're like actually making little sounds as they're reaching higher. <laughs> Come on, come on. And then the and then the guy's like, anyone else? <laughs> anyone else? Because like, it's like that one person who answers too much. That's that's really funny. You know, the funny thing is, I, maybe I would prefer an orientation because all the jobs I've ever worked for, I've mm-hmm. never gotten an orientation ever. Really? Yeah, and you know, I... it's kind of nerve wracking. Like I like I dread mm-hmm. sometimes the first week of a new job or something sometimes because none of my jobs have come with an orientation. Like one of them was literally just like sit here like, Hey, welcome to the business. And like kind of get to know your coworkers a little bit the first day. And then it was just kind of like, all right, you're on your own. Like, here you go. Like you're just supposed (laughs) to know, like do, do this stuff. And it's kind of like, 
yeah no like a lot of my jobs i feel like i've left or kind of not been fond of because of lack of initial management i feel like Mm. you know it's Mm -hmm. it's kind of like just meeting someone for the first time like a friend or on a date or something it's like if that initial impression of them really sets the bar for you know um, how hard you're going to have to work if you want to even maintain that relationship. And when mm-hmm. you're in a, like a work environment, it's like, well, we need to work. We have to work on this. So a lot of my, like almost, I've never had an orientation. Yeah. Now that I think about it, except for maybe like jobs wow. in like high school, which I don't really count as like jobs. You know what I mean? But like, yeah, it's mostly I... been like, Hey Ryan, here's your desk. Like my name's <laughs> so-and-so like, come on down. Like, okay. Uh, like, and then usually someone will like take me under their wing and like kind of teach me the ropes, but it's never been like a formal orientation. And it's kind of, it kind of always made me like kind of not really like the job sometimes because it's mm-hmm. like, there's no direction. Like then like I do something like, Hey, you're not supposed to do that. Like, how am I supposed to know? Like, I didn't like, yeah. I didn't know this, you know what I mean? And it's kind of like, Oh, that's the new guy. Like, I don't know. It just, it feels weird and it makes it almost feel like not clicky, but it does in a way, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. You know, I finally I find that it's true with large companies. They really um, try to teach you the ropes in the first couple of weeks and they give you a lot of leeway before mm-hmm. they like, you know, throw you into the fire. And right. you know, I, I really appreciate it because a lot of these places, they do things super different than anybody else. Yeah. So, yeah, you really need to learn the ropes. And yeah, I, and like you, I, I super appreciate, um, you know, having someone to, you know, take me under their wing. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I'm thankful that a lot of my jobs have had that. Um, like a couple weeks period, just learn like this is this is the program we use. This is this, this is our workflow. This is the whatever. Yeah, because and... especially oh, so I was gonna say especially because like unfortunately a lot of jobs that uh, I think this is just in general. You can correct me if I'm wrong. Like a lot of them don't use like a centralized like system, right? So you go to like um, you go from one job to another, and the stuff that you learned like even how to schedule meetings, they probably use like a different, they'll use like in-house programs that are not oh, yeah. like applicable to like applicable to like other companies. And it kind of, that kind of sucks to be honest. Oh, but yeah. Um, everybody uses something different. Yeah, like, so. you know, some people just use like the Microsoft suite and some people use the Google suite of office software and stuff. And then others, they don't even care. It's just like all done by word of mouth, you know? <laughs> it's yeah. Like, so everybody does something different. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Luckily, uh, me personally, I'm in IT. So a lot of the times us IT guys are kind of left to our own devices, which is kind of mm-hmm. nice. You know what I mean? We're kind of like you just answer tickets or answer calls or whatever. Yeah. Try to help when you can or like kind of help help when you can or whatever. If you can't, then you kind of escalate it or something if you have to or whatever. Right, but, right. you know, so luckily, most of the time we're left to our, like our own devices and can kind of like just mess with that type of stuff like on our mm-hmm. own. So at least like it's it, it's better than what I thought, like what it it could be worse, I guess you could say, you know? Yeah. But, but anyways, oh, that was a, yeah. So you did that. that. Orientation. that yeah, you did orientation. Seven hours, you said? Seven hours. I think wow. I, I woke up at six in the morning and orientation started at eight. Um. And then it lasts until like three ish. Yeah, it was like three o'clock. When do you usually go? Like, when do you usually get in for work? Uh, nine. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so it wasn't too bad. But it's like, oh well, I have to drive all the way there, and you know, it's not. It's actually off campus from where I normally work. So ah, uh, that was a uh, that was a pain. Did you get to play like those? Like, I hate these games that people play sometimes, but like those like uh, <laughs> like those get to know you games. Did you guys do those? Yes. I hate you those. I that. hate those, dude. Like where it's like, <laughs> say your name, say like your favorite food and why. And it's like the most, um, it's like, it's like 
they're treating you like toddlers. Like sometimes I forget how old I am. Why? Because no one asks me that question anymore. You know, no one asks me what my favorite color is anymore or something right. like that. You know what I mean? And it's like, oh my gosh, I hate when people do that. So they did that to you. Yeah. What did what, you have to answer? I need to, I need to know like generally like what you had to do. Like, <laughs> was it a game? Was it questionnaire? Like what'd you guys do? It was like, it was like questionnaire. So we broke off into like um, groups of uh, four or five people. And within our group, we did games with each other, like asking where we're from, what made us um, choose this company, um, what are our favorite movie characters, that kind of thing. You know, just like general get to know you type questions. Yeah. And when we were done with that, they, uh, the leaders said, all right, everybody, let's do the same thing, but in front of everybody. Oh, gosh, dude, I hate that. And then I hate when you get done with the questions like really fast and uh -huh. then like, your group isn't very talkative, so you're just standing there, like just waiting for the other group. You know what I mean? Like waiting for the other yeah. groups to finish. Oh, I hate that, dude. Yeah, yeah. So it was, um, it, it was, yeah, a lot of that. <laughs> are any of the people that were in this orientation people that you are ever going to see again within this company, or it's like, um, actually, a few of them were. Oh, okay, a few of them I I might actually be working with. Okay, so. Yeah, you could always so, just start up awkward conversations with them about your orientation day and yeah. Yeah, Hey, hey, wanna go get pizza? Because huh? I know that's your first that's your favorite food. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right. Oh man, that is oh, so yeah. awkward. Can you imagine if dating was like that? Uh, it's like let's all get into a group and you know do what? that. I, and like, you oh. know what? Part of me thinks that would actually be easier. Like speed dating. Yeah, yeah. It's like okay, let's let's get the uh, the the facts out. Let's get the all these um, factoids about yourself out there in the open, so you know instantly like what the other person is or who they are. Right. And so you don't have to like beat around the bush and like trying to get get like a bit of information out of them. Uh, yeah, I could see that. Have you ever done I, speed dating too? No, I, I mean I, it does kind of like take the fun out of like that discovery, but like. A part of me is like, wow, this is this is actually pretty efficient and nice. <laughs> it's the Asian coming out on us. It's like super yeah. efficient. Or... It's like efficient, <laughs> efficient yeah. dating. Honestly, I could see that because like, OK, so for for anyone who doesn't know or is shocked about me, I'm not speaking for Pixel. I'm single. Pixel <laughs> is shockingly single. We need more emails if anyone's available to date Pixel or whatever. Um, but I'm an see. Here's the thing, man. I am an awful first dater. I am awful, especially, well, okay, it depends, right? I feel mm. like dating nowadays is just so weird from even like 10 years ago where I feel like back in the day it was like you went on a date and it was like you're dating, but now it's like this weird thing where people are like, Friend, like not weird but like they're friends first and then they start dating or they kind of are dating or kind of not like i've had friends that are like basically they're dating it's been like five or six months but then like they finally ask each other to be like boyfriend girlfriend and so now they're like so like they're dating but they're not exclusively dating and it just seems so weird you know what i mean like they're dating I've each never... other for like five or six months, but they're not exclusively dating each other. So then they're not really consider it like dating because they're still like playing the field. But then it's like, okay, <laughs> like, I don't know. It's really weird. So for me, uh, I think the easiest, and this might be for a lot of people, I think the easiest things, thing to be would be to be friends first and then start dating. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. Because as friends, there's no pressure. 
you kind of just let it all out. <laughs> you kind of all let it hang loose. You're chilling. You're yourself. There's no pressure to like, you know, try to, I guess, like dress to impress in a way or try to like heighten or suppress your good and bad traits about you. Mm -hmm. um, because for me, like if it's like I don't know the person and I've, I'm being set up on like a blind date or if it's kind of like uh, I've never done this, but like if it was like an online dating situation, I would assume. And then you're like, oh, yeah, let's meet up and go on a date or something like that. I would be awful at it. <laughs> I already know my personality yeah. type like I would be awful at it because I'm the type of person that's like like for me personally I'm the type of person like this is me like this is who I am this is how I dress this is how I talk like I'm not really here to like not lie per se but that's how I feel like it is sometimes right because you're like heightening certain positive attributes about yourself and then you're like you know, trying to you. displace or hide bad traits about you. Like I'm always on my phone. Like it's just like a nerve. Like, I don't know. It's just like a nervous habit or I'm fiddling with it or I'm doing something with it. But obviously mm -hmm. when I go on a date, I don't do that, but it's like five months down the road, I'm going to start doing that. If I become, <laughs> it becomes like a relaxed, normal <laughs> thing, you know what I mean? Like that's just how I am. You know what I mean? And you can't like always hide those like good or bad traits uh, at all, like for a long period uh -huh. of time. So I just feel that for me, I'm an awful dater. So I can definitely see how speed dating might be good for me. Yeah. Where it's like, yeah. bam, 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 here's what I am. This is what I am. I'm not coming dressed in a freaking suit or something like that. This is my name. <laughs> this, is where, this is what I do for work. This is what I like doing. No? Cool. Done. Yeah. But yeah. I feel like uh, online dating is probably taken away from that. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it probably still has its merit. I mean, like with speed dating, you're probably going to find that right person eventually. Like if you just go through enough, you'll find mm -hmm. that person who's like, wow, this guy's like really honest. I like that. Yeah. Thanks, Pixel, because I haven't found that person yet. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think for I think for me, still in, I think the if we're getting real on this podcast, I think the problem with me is that I put a lot of pressure on myself sometimes, but then it ends up being that I just don't care anymore. If that makes sense. Mm. So for mm -hmm. me, I feel like I need to have certain ducks all in a row to yeah. where it's like i should have like a uh this paying of job i should be able to do this i should be able to do that but then i was like reading like a post somewhere i forgot what it was like reddit or twitter where the some lady was like uh you know sometimes you have to say screw it with all the like sometimes you can't have all your ducks in a row and you gotta just, just say screw it and grab as many as you can and run across or you'll never get there <laughs> yeah you know, or you'll never yeah. cross the road like, I, I totally agree with that, actually. Yeah, and it's like, oh, that's kind of true. But so for me, it's just like, I feel like I put a lot of pressure on it, which is equivalented into like, oh, I don't really care anymore. Right, right. Right, like I'm not really yeah. searching. Because like, I don't know, I feel there's like a lot of, I don't know, I don't know if you feel pressure, but I feel like with dating and mm -hmm. stuff like that, there's always like this pressure that's like built on it, almost as bad as like looking for a job yes. or, or like, or I don't know, any type of like weird oh, milestone, absolutely. you know? Yeah, yeah, to totally. I get this kind of pressure too, not just like um, from within myself, but from other people. You know, it's kind of like this thing where, like, I'm 34. I should be expected to like be married and have children by now. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I, I, I have this expectation that I should be at a different stage of life than where I am. Right. I mean, if I look at Facebook, you have, well, yeah, if you just look all through all my friends, I would mm -hmm. guarantee you that like 75% of them have kids. Yeah, like right. that—that's just like the stage of life that we are in now. Mm -hmm. And I feel like, yeah, you know, I—I I don't date much, and I feel like I'm behind. Mm -hmm. And 
if we're going to be real, like the major reason of that is just because I have a really hard time trusting people. Okay. And so somehow we've been friends for four years. So Pog has it been four years, like more than that, probably. When, well, we met in 2016, right? That's okay. Uh, three, years. three years. Okay. Pog. So, <laughs> and you know, it takes me a really, really long time to actually trust, trust anybody. Mm. And I don't know what it is, but like, if I'm going on a date, like I just, yeah, it kind of goes back to what you said. Like it feels forced. I don't really know this person. It feels like they're just, you know, they're putting their best foot forward. Right. And I feel kind of uncomfortable in that situation because it's just, I don't don't know. It feels forced in a way, like, because all Mm -hmm. of my previous relationships all came out naturally. Right. Like we're in the same sort of uh, place. We see each other constantly. We interact constantly. And then we just kind of, from there, we become um, just close and we start a relationship. But moving on an online date, it just feels, it's, it's different. Yeah, for I, sure. I don't, I, I don't know how to like quite explain it, but it's very different. Well, yeah, I think like one of the things that like a lot of people have mentioned to me, because um, I have a lot of younger friends too, is like one of the hardest things that they wish that someone would have told them after graduating college was that it's really hard to meet people after college. Yeah, which is which is really 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 true because I think like you were saying, like a lot of um people that i've gotten to know to be friends with and stuff like that is through twitch but then also through like college or high school where you're forced to interact with your friends every single day and Mm -hmm. you don't really have when you get into like the big kid world when you get into the adult world and start going to your job you know a lot of times there's going to be people of uh, all age ranges but a lot of times you're not going to but it you know in your department there might be people who are way older than you and there's no one really to interact with as a coworker. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. That's like on the same, kind of same level as you. Um, yeah. Which is which is pretty rough. So I think that's like a lot of the struggles some of my friends are having having now a couple of years out of college and stuff like that is just kind of like dating and meeting people because it was so much easier in college. Oh, absolutely. Like I think if you're at work, a lot of people just kind of want to do their own thing. They kind of like close themselves off and they don't really like interact much with coworkers. Mm-hmm. And they want to keep it that way. You know, mm-hmm. a lot of people I find want to keep work and their personal life separate and they don't want to mix those two. It generally gets really bad when you try to like mix it and work tries to, you know, make themselves feel like a family. Which unquote. is a lot of which is a lot of companies nowadays. I feel yeah, like a it, lot of companies are are trying creepy. to become more of like we're a family. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the family vibe. It's creepy. It's just like I just I don't like it for a lot of different reasons, mostly mm-hmm. because it makes you feel like you're entitled, uh, obligated, like obligated. That's the word. Mm-hmm. Yeah, obligated to like do more work or stay longer. You know, kind of just doing things for your family when you shouldn't have to. Yeah, that's why um, they say don't work with family too, like in business yeah. and stuff. Yeah, exactly. And you know, it's 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 hard too, like again, like it goes back to, you know, the life stages thing. A lot of people my age are, you know, either have a long-term relationship, they're married or they have kids already. It's yeah. just like, it's, it's not a good playing field. Yeah. I mean, kind of like I'm younger than you by a little bit, but I mean, for me, it's like around my age, I kind of am experiencing like the same thing. I kind of like, I think most people listening to the podcast, like know about my situation. So I don't want to get like that deep into it and stuff like that. But like, I kind of did things like way early and then kind of like 
eh, fell apart, I guess it would be the easiest way mm-hmm. to say it. But at my stage in life, it's like kind of weird too, because I do have a, uh, a daughter at such a young age. So I'm in this weird, like, I feel like I'm in this weird age bracket where if I date someone who's younger than me, they're not mm-hmm. mature enough. And to handle the baggage that I bring. But then if I date someone who's older than me, I feel like I'm treated as a child. And so it's really hard for me to find that unique person. I think that's also kind of the reason why I've just stopped caring because it's just hard to look for those type of people. It's like, if it happens, it's going to happen. If it's not, it's not. And I think it's been really good for me personally because I've learned Mm -hmm. to kind of like be independent a little bit more. Whereas before you're very much in like a coexisting type of relationship. But uh, I will also add... um, Shoot, what was it? Oh, yeah, that I'm kind of in the same book with as you, where instead of all my friends having kids, all my friends are getting married. I think I have about, I think we mentioned this on an earlier episode, maybe a month ago or something, but about four or five of my friends are getting married this year. Wow. You know, and it, it just seems like it's that time of year. Like I see people getting engaged all the time on Facebook mm-hmm. or Instagram or, yeah. you know, whatever it might be. You know, and so I feel like I'm kind of at that age too. You know what I mean? Where I've kind of technically already like been there, done that type of thing. But <laughs> it's kind of like it's interesting because uh, yeah, uh, yeah, it's weird <laughs> for sure. Yeah, but you know what? The benefit is of being single and being like in my position is mm. I don't have to worry about anybody. I'm not like tied mm. down. I can just like you know take off to some foreign country for a yeah. couple weeks and I'll, and just like come back and just I can just adventure by myself and you know. People are always like, oh, my God, you did that by yourself? Are you yeah, crazy? Nice. You're insane? And I'm yeah. like, yeah, this is awesome. Or or if you want to, you could just make a stupid purchase if you want to of, like, something fun that you want for yourself. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. So, I mean, there <laughs> there is, like, a lot of benefits to it. Um, speaking of being single and alone, <laughs> Pixel and I are meeting up with each other to hang out both single and alone well technically not alone i don't know if we should share this or not i guess whatever screw it let's share it um i guess july 6th saturday july 6th uh pixel and i are gonna meet up we don't have any details on that plan uh by the way i don't think i will have my daughter with me pixel so i'll be free that whole day if you want to meet up earlier uh we are meeting up around his place um i are we gonna i guess we can it's not really ddosing the event because we don't even know what the location is currently, right? Uh, somewhere in LA. And you know what? That's you, you make a good point. Like n- there's been nothing updated. Yeah, I'm kind that. of I'm kind of worried about that to be honest. Like it's kind of sketchy. Yeah. Like is this going to be this better be announced soon. Anyway, uh, Pixel and I are going to an NZXT event. I'm just going to say it cuz screw it. Uh, no one like only a handful of people listen to this podcast, right? We Pixel and I are going to, <laughs> Pixel and I are going to an NZXT event together. It's apparently at a pop-up shop somewhere uh in LA County, which is pretty wide or whatever. Uh I don't know mm-hmm. if I'm shouting this out again just for the memes and stuff like that, but if for some reason somebody who doesn't know us IRL finds either Pixel or myself, we'll have a beer with you. I'll make Pixel drink. Because it will be oh it will God. be really weird if we find someone that we know that listens to this podcast. Just come up to either Pixel or I and say, what up? I'm from No uh, I listen to No Content Podcast and uh Say that you like cupcakes. There you go. Just so, just so <laughs> yeah, you know, if, you, if you can come up, to, if you find us and you don't say that you like cupcakes, we're not buying you the beer. But if you find, if you find us and just want to chill, that's cool too. Um, so I don't know. I doubt any of you guys are going to find us, but it would be hilarious yeah. and pretty cool if you guys did find us. I don't yeah. know. 
Yeah, I mean, this 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 event is pretty public. So, I mean, like, you know, I just look at the list of who, who's actually showing up. Right, yeah. So, so it is an NZXT event. I, I guess we're going to advertise for free. Hopefully, NZXT sends me a PC or something for this. But it is, like, a free <laughs> event. Uh, I guess they're inviting, like, a bunch of content creators for, like, a meet and greet at some type of pop-up shop. I'm not really sure. Like, hopefully, this doesn't mean it's in, like, the middle of an airstrip, abandoned airstrip in a tent that it's actually at, like, a legitimate type of place. Oh, uh, hey, there's actually an update to... Um, okay, what is it? Give me the update right now. Uh, it says, complimentary shuttle service will be provided from Anime Expo to pop-up pop up location. Is it during Anime lo anime Expo? Is it? I didn't, I didn't know. Oh, crap. I don't know if I want to go now. <laughs> it is during Anime Expo. Oh, crap. That's going to be so <laughs> bad. Why would they do that? I don't know. It's okay. It's at the LA Convention Center, and they're gonna offer shuttles to the actual location. So that means they're gonna be very, very like regimented. Like it's gonna be secret. So this location is secret. Ugh, that means I have to go only... to the Anaheim Convention Center. The LA Convention, LA Convention Center. Ah, oh, crap. I don't know if I want to do that. Dude, don't ditch me now. <laughs> Don't worry. We're we're gonna have a shuttle. We're not gonna like actually drive. You gotta tell me where to anywhere. park. Okay, we'll talk about this off stream because we're getting a little derailed. But you gotta tell me where to go because I have no idea. Then like, yeah, you gotta tell no, me where to park for it. anime convention and stuff. Yeah, and and that don't will like we'll that will fine. help out like a lot or whatever. Yeah, we'll be fine. Okay, cool. Uh, but yeah, so apparently we're going to that, which is like, <laughs> hooray! Com yeah. Uh, I know how excited you are to go to LA. Oh my gosh. I want I want someone to come with me now. I want I want to drag someone up so I don't have to solo it. No, I'm fine solo, but okay. Well, apparently we're gonna be at this this thing at Pop I mean I don't know how many of our fans are Weebs. I don't know. Dan Weebs, Dan's game, get out. But uh <laughs> a bunch of uh Pixel and I will be at this NZXT pop-up thing. I believe we are going to be there almost all day. I mean, how's this gonna okay, we'll figure it out later. Pixel and I will be there for a majority of the day, I guess, um, in L.A. or something like that, paying way too much for parking, probably. Oh, oh man, parking's going to be a buzzkill. Mm, I know there's going to be some cheaper spots, but I'm, I'm debating just taking, like, an Uber, honestly. Oh, right. lucky, lucky you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Why don't you just drive to my place, then? Ooh, okay. Actually, I'm down. I'm down. I'll that's drive a, to your that's probably better. Okay, I'm down. We'll talk about okay. it more off stream. Um, hopefully, if that doesn't work out, I'm hoping to actually. This is kind of something I wanted to talk about. I'm hoping to buy an electric skateboard uh, fairly soon mm -hmm. for work and stuff like, like that because I have to do some like on and off sites, on and off site stuff. Um, and so mm, I'm actually cool. hoping I'm actually hoping to get one. So if that doesn't work out where I can't go to your place for some reason, I don't know why that would be. Um, I would probably just park and then electric skateboard. The one I'm looking for um has a range goes up to like 30 miles an hour and uh has a range of like bad. 15 miles yeah that's so not bad at i mean all. definitely in la i could just like figure it out and cruise around or whatever but um that's what i'm probably definitely going to be purchasing soon but okay we'll figure out the details later and stuff like that pixel and i will talk about off stream but either way we're going to be at this thing it's going to be in la apparently during anime convention which is stupid um and we're going <laughs> to go meet up and if you guys find us and say i like cupcakes then uh yeah you get a free beer on on either pixel or uh, from Pixel or I, depending if you're over 21. If you're not over 21, we can't do anything for you. I'm sorry. 
Done and done. Cool. Done and yeah. done. Anyway, guys, that's it for the podcast. King. <laughs> okay. So, <laughs> um, yeah. So I guess yeah. That, that's kind of what I want to segue into. Segue into is my next purchase. I think is I'm actually going to be buying an electric skateboard, and I think this is just to curb my itch of really wanting to buy a Tesla, which I can't afford. <laughs> okay. Here's the thing. I can't afford a Tesla, but should I get a Tesla? Probably not. And the reason why at this moment I don't want to is because it is still kind of semi new technology. Mm-hmm. And the thing, the thing with Tesla, I feel like the thing with Tesla is the same issue I had with the iPhone where it's just going to keep getting upgraded every single year or whatever. But if you look at the Tesla models from like 2015 compared to now, like the Tesla models in 2015, which are pretty cheap and actually kind of affordable, which is like actually in my price range to buy, the batteries are already four years old. So we don't really know how much it would cost to switch out the batteries. That's one of the things that I'm kind of yeah. waiting on with Tesla is how much is it going to cost to actually swap out the batteries once the, the ions and those batteries die? But also mm-hmm. the ones from 2014, 2015 also don't come with like little conveniences. Like I believe they don't have the way a way to like open the door on 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 its own and stuff like that, or like uh like you know keyless entry and keyless start. And I believe they don't have autopilot as well. I think you have mm-hmm. to like pay an additional like I don't know pretty high amount to get them or whatever. Yeah. Um, I can't afford a Tesla, but then once again, um, I think another issue is as well is I don't really have any place to plug it in. <laughs> I, I do, yeah. but it's one of those things where uh, my living situation, which is fine and perfect for now, I don't think it would be okay to buy a Tesla at this <laughs> moment. I probably should get my own place to, to be able to do it or whatever. Right, um, right. But if I were to get it, I do have work. There are workarounds that you can do. You can actually just plug it into where you plug your dryer into. And oh, really? It, wow. Yeah, so you, you buy this cable that's like a 200 bucks from them and then you just plug it into the dryer and you're going to get a charging speeds of about 20 miles per hour. It's not too bad. So you just plug it in overnight. That's 160 miles. Yeah. Yeah. Right. So I could technically do it, but I shouldn't. So anyway, because of that, I've been looking at electric (laughs) skateboards and I don't know, man, I really want one. Should go for him, or you could like wait a couple years and uh, wait for the Tesla model threes to come down in price a bit. Maybe get a used one at that point. Yeah, uh, I probably should just wait or whatever. The th- my car right, my car right now is pretty old. What are you rocking as a car? Uh, Honda Civic twenty eighteen. Okay, so you're pretty. It's pretty new. Wait, did you buy the used or new? New. Oh, I didn't know that. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah. I uh yeah I'm rocking like a two thousand seven Corolla. So it's oh yeah, those things are rock solid. So those things are rock solid first of all, but it is getting old in a sense but yeah. i mean it's fine yeah um, i honestly think that time. your your car could probably last another like five to ten years easily oh yeah for sure and it hasn't easily. had any major like it hasn't had any like major issues luckily mm-hmm. so i've been kind of grateful for that so you know i'm just gonna hold off i really want one should i get one probably not though yeah part um, of me like mm-hmm. part of me uh kind of wishes that i didn't get a new car I kind of wish oh. that I waited a little bit longer mm-hmm. and maybe like picked up a, a used uh, version of my car. Yeah. yeah. So why new versus, why did you get a new one? I guess. Um, partially because I would be like the first owner. Like I know like it's history. Yeah. And um, that's basically it. It's just more, more like the creature comforts and, I was actually starting to be a little worried about whether my car would actually survive. You know, I had some scares. 
Mm. And it yeah. got to the point where it's like, okay, I'm paying like six hundred, seven hundred dollars a month per repair. Maybe it's time to get a new car. Yeah, that's like as much as like a loan can be sometimes. Yeah, and so like I, what I could have done was like say, okay, you know, I'm gonna take it to a mechanic. I'm gonna do a once over. Tell me what the bill is for like overhauling everything. Mm-hmm. And it probably would have been way cheaper. I could have like extended this this like car's life for like another ten years probably. Hmm. Yeah. Fair enough. Fair enough. So, how do you like it? How do you like your car? I mean, it's a good car. Yeah. It's it's, it's pretty fun. It's uh, got it's got a lot more kick than my last one. That's for sure. <laughs> yeah, I would assume. And so you're basically just like racing it. It's like all souped up. Oh, it has like a fin. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. It, it needs to have those rims where when you get to, when you go to a stop, they keep spinning. Remember those things? <laughs> those things were the dumbest those. things ever. And I don't so think I've ever seen them like like since then or whatever. I know, right? I gotta get like the like a uh, the sack hanging off my tail, like a uh, hitch. <laughs> yeah, there's those, or or like people put their Instagram like on the souped up cars or whatever. They'll put their like Instagram. <laughs> wait really yeah like i was that yeah yeah like i was at a sushi place recently and on the back of the car it had this guy's instagram and i went (laughs) to it it was just like an instagram about his car and stuff like that and then uh in his instagram story like i was in it because he was like filming the place or something like that he only had like 200 Mm -hmm. followers no one followed him feels that's so funny but yeah you gotta put your instagram and then once you start a family you gotta put one of those really stupid like things where it's like a dad, a mom, two kids, the yeah. dog. I hate those stickers, man. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the, the only, the only one of those stickers that I like is like the dad and the mom, but instead of kids, it's like a sack of money. <laughs> that one's pretty good. Oh, and then like throw on a coexist sticker because for some reason those are all over like cars for some reason. Those I haven't seen one of those in a long time. No, I know I haven't either. But I mean, just throw it on for nostalgia's <laughs> sake. Nostalgia. Yeah, but um. I guess since Pixel was at his orientation this weekend, I decided to jump back into Pokemon Go. Mm. I, I, I actually don't. Oh, no, I do know why. Because the Harry Potter game came out from Niantic and it sucks. <laughs> so that that's why. Um, so, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if it's 2016 again. Apparently it is or whatever. But um, I actually jumped back into the Pokemon Go game. And like I just said, it was because the new Harry Potter game from Niantic came out. And I don't like it. I personally don't like it. Um, It feels the same way that Pokemon Go did, where there's not a lot to do. But Hmm. it's very weird in the sense that in the... So in the Harry Potter game, you are an Aurora, Aura, who is basically like... Or, yeah, sure, which is basically just, like, a wizard police. And you're supposed to go around the world, like, in Pokemon Go, IRL, and these little, like, magical things will happen. You pop it, and it's kind of encountering a Pokemon. Instead of encountering a Pokemon, though, you encounter stuff happening to muggles. So that's kind of... There's actually a story which is kind of more interesting than Pokemon Go. Like, it's explaining why, what's happening, and stuff like that. But basically, Mm -hmm. like, you work for the muggle division, so they want you to be, like, undercover as a muggle. And you go around, and you'll encounter something. It could be the most random stuff. Pots flying around, uh, branches grabbing a wizard. And it'll tell you to draw a Z, or draw an X, or draw a V with either your phone, or you can just use your finger to draw it. And you basically... Um, you trace an outline of it. And after 
you start drawing, that outline will disappear. So you kind of have to remember the pattern. And depending on how well you draw on your screen or wave your phone, then you will get a score from good, fair, excellent, bad. And you get one shot. That's it. You get one chance. And then you either succeed or you fail. Hmm. Um, the reason why I don't like the game currently has been because it uses spell power or energy. Think of this kind of like Pokeballs, but since you only get one chance to do something, every time you do something in the game, like try to stop something, um, it costs anywhere between 8 to 12 energy. Right? It costs a hmm. big chunk of energy, and you have like 75 energy to start with, and to replenish mm -hmm. energy, you basically go to what their Pokestops are. And then you spin the Pokestop, and you can get back you know, four to five energy every time. Once you're out mm -hmm. of energy, you're forced to go to a Pokestop. It's kind of like that. I don't really like it <laughs> because of that. Mm. Um, you know, I did five or six things out and about, and then already I needed to go get a Pokestop. Um, so I didn't like it, so I just went back to mm. Pokemon Go. <laughs> and, uh, that doesn't sound very fun. Yeah, it, it needs work for sure. People are saying it definitely feels like the beginning the early versions of Pokemon Go. But uh, I, so I went back to Pokemon Go and surprisingly, I have about five to six friends that still play it semi-regularly, actually. Hmm, wow. And uh, I went back to Pokemon Go and there's been a lot of good updates uh, to the game. And I encourage a lot of people, if you haven't played it in a while, it's actually a lot better than what it is. They added uh, a friends list system so you can add friends every day you can go to a pokestops and you have a chance of spinning them and when you spin them you can get a gift you can then send that gift to people which gives them xp experience you get xp for sending and receiving a gift they added um daily quests which can be done uh you can get as many dailies as you want but you can only turn in one a day after you've turned in seven in a row a mystery pokemon will show up which is a for sure catch you just need to eventually catch it it can't flee so it can either so it can be a legendary, it can be a bunch of stuff. They've already they also added the next four generations of Pokemon to the game. So there's a lot more new Pokemon. It's just it's not just original 150. They redid gyms. So now what happens when you put a Pokemon in a gym, the gym will the Pokemon in the gym will slowly start to weaken. And so that uh, and to replenish the Pokemon's health, you actually have to go back to the gym and give it a raspberry. One of the issues with the original Pokemon Go was people would just put really powerful Pokemon in there and mm -hmm. no one could beat them. Mm, so nowadays, yeah. it's like you put a Pokemon in there, it will slowly go away. So if you don't maintain it and go back to that Pokemon gym, then eventually you'll slowly lose, uh, lose health and become weaker. Another thing is, if you have a po every 10 minutes you have a Pokemon in there, you actually gain one Pokecoin, which is the pay-to-win currency, which buys you items. So there's mm -hmm. also incentive to be in the gyms. Right now I have two Pokemon in gyms, so I'm getting 100 coins a day which is kind of wow. nice. So there's that incentive. <laughs> there's also monthly quests as well, which is kind of nice. So you can complete those. There's also mm -hmm. daily uh, first Pokemon of the day, first Pokestop of the day, which gives you more items every time you do it up to a seven day streak. So there's a lot more things. And I feel like the game also, the XP that you get from the game is so much faster. I've been playing for about four days now and I've already gained like a level or two. Whereas before I kind of quit because I was just stuck. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I remember. I, I think I quit around like level sixteen because I was like, I don't want to play this anymore. I'm just, it's too grindy. Yeah. So, um, kind of an, a couple other things. They added raids to the game, which change out every month. So every month, what a raid is is you can go to gyms now, and uh, gyms will be on timers of like forty minutes. And after forty minutes, an egg will hatch. The raid will be from level one to level five, 
five being the mm -hmm. most difficult when you go to a raid raids can have up to 20 people in it you fight the pokemon it dies and then you still have to catch it unfortunately so there's kind of that rng like pay to win thing um yeah. you get one free raid pass a day and unfortunately those raid passes don't stack so mm. so you can't spin one today get a raid pass go tomorrow spin again have two you have to spend your first raid pass before you get another one so kind of lame or whatever so um but they've added i think a lot of the changes oh they also added i think i mentioned this but they added with friends list you can battle and also trade people now in pokemon go oh, which is kind of about nice, time which is kind of nice too um so there's actually like a pvp scene and stuff like that which is kind of weird but there's actually like leagues and stuff now like official leagues like within the game itself which is pretty cool huh. um the reason why i downloaded the game was because a bunch of my friends got back into the game because of harry potter and because That's of that so funny yeah and because of that um we actually found out that there's actually um, these things called community days, well, raid day and community day, which I think is probably going to be the funnest part of the game. Um, basically, on raid day, which the next raid day is Saturday, so I'll probably tell you guys about it next Monday, about how it goes. But on raid day, all the raids globally are one Pokemon and one Pokemon only. This weekend, it's going to be Raikou from Gen 2, the electric dog. So all the raids are going to be him, and it's going to be for a three-hour period, and it's globally. And they also give you five free raid passes, plus your free one you get that day. You'll have six chances to get one, hmm. which is really, really cool. So we're all going to go over to a local mall kind of near my house, and apparently like thousands of people will show up. So it'll feel like so the crazy. original Pokemon Day. Um, and then they also have once a month as well a thing called Community Day. And Community Day is the same thing as Raid Day, but what happens is... On Community Day, they all the spawns that show up are only going to be one Pokemon. And uh, that Pokemon also has, I think, a 1 in 14 or 1 in 20. It's a way lower chance of being shiny or an alternate color. Usually it's mm -hmm. about 1 in 450 for any given Pokemon. This time around, it's going to be 1 in 20, which is going to be super nice. The rumors are this time it's either going to be Mudkip or Abra which are going to be the shinies. Mm. So for a three-hour period, once again, next month in July, because I missed the, the raid day, which happened earlier this month, um, it's always on a Saturday, too. They um, are going to release either Mudkip or Abra out for a three-hour period. That's the only Pokemon you can catch, and the chances of it being shiny are going to be way, 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 way higher. So we're also going to go to that, <laughs> which is also <laughs> another area as well. So it's, I don't know, it's been pretty fun so far to get back into the game and actually play it. I've been enjoying it and it's kind of sad to say, but it's like, if this came out nowadays, like if it came out like this, when it first came out, it would have been even bigger. Oh, absolutely. Oh man. Like it would have been a, like a bigger cultural phenomenon than it already was. Yeah. Like it's so. I love these events because <clears throat> it helps recapture those early moments of Pokemon Go. Yeah. You know, getting all these people together in one place and they're all playing Pokemon, they're all trying to catch the same thing. Like, I love that. Yeah. I, I love that sort of feeling that I had back in, what was it, 2016 or something? Or 2017? Yeah, 2016, yeah. Like, um, I, I had never seen anything like that before. And, I don't know, seeing these events, I, I, I think I really think you could bring it back. Yeah. Apparently, they still have a ton of logins. They just passed three billion dollars in profit, apparently, from just Pokemon <laughs> Go, and they still have about three hundred million 
uh, logins monthly or something like that, and a pretty high concurrent player base still uh, playing Pokemon Go consistently. So they're doing just fine. <laughs> yeah. Um, but oh, yeah, I, I definitely agree with the community day. It'll be pretty fun, and that's mostly the reason why I decided to get back into it. Um, you know, mm-hmm. especially also with the trading system that's involved within Pokemon Go. Um, that's gonna that's pretty cool as well because I have some friends that may or may not be able to go or they casually are playing it and it's like hey like I'll capture one for you if I get extras like I'll trade you I'll trade it to you for something that like I need or something like that so it's kind of mm-hmm. also that social like aspect of it or or whatever as well um, yeah, yeah. so. Uh, before we move on to probably the last topic of the podcast, I do want to add that if you guys do get into Pokemon Go, just some like quick pointers or whatever, uh, anyone who had the game in 2016, basically during the summer of 2016, which is when the game officially launched, um, Mm -hmm. keep in mind that um, if you are going to get back into it now and you haven't logged in since then, do not, um, do not discard any Pokemon that were caught in 2016, the summer of 2016. Uh, the reason why is because since Pokemon Go has evolved uh, and more Pokemon have been added, some of those Pokemon have things called classic move sets. So there are Pokemon that were caught in 2016 that will have moves that are no longer available on those Pokemon. So Ooh. even if it's like a Pidgey or a Rattata or a Mr. Mime or something really crappy, they actually hold a lot of value because the move they have on it does not exist anymore and you can't get it anywhere else. It's basically just like a time capsule, like locked in time. Um, another thing is when you do trade with someone, there's a 10% chance of that Pokemon becoming lucky, becoming a lucky trade. Now what happens when you do a lucky trade is everything costs half. So when I trade Pixel, for example, a Pikachu, and he trades me a Pikachu, let's say we both get Lucky Trade, my the Pikachu he sent me will come with different stats because it is traded, but then at the same time, it costs half as much to power it up, half as much to evolve, etc., 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 half as much to learn moves, etc., etc. 2016 Pokemon are guaranteed to be Lucky Trades. Wow. So they're super valuable. So even if you have a lucky trade Pidgey or a lucky trade Mr. Mime or a lucky trade Rhyhorn, they're so valuable and so rare that some people are like some of my friends have actually offered me like legendary Pokemon for <laughs> for these guys or whatever because they're so rare. And so I'm just kind of kind of hold on to them and see what it is. But that's like yeah. one of the things that I would recommend to anyone who hears this and gets interested back into Pokemon Go. Wow. Like that's crazy because like that makes me feel bad that I turn all of my extra Pokemon into candy. <laughs> yeah, I know. No one knows. Like, no one knew, right? It's actually yeah, it's was... actually crazy. It's like <laughs> an incentive for people to come back, for sure. Like, it's... Yeah. And, and I think that's pretty smart. And I think it's, like, the first 10 trades you do are guaranteed lucky if you played wow. in 2016. So it's a big deal. <clears throat> mm-hmm. um, but, yeah, if you guys are getting back into Pokemon Go, uh, I guess message me on Twitter or something. You can get my information there. I'll let you guys... I'll, I'll let you guys know... Oh, also, if you get back into Pokemon Go, do not power up your Pokemon until level 30. Apparently, level 30 is the point in which uh, you can capture the strongest Pokemon combat-wise and stuff like that. So that's another thing. Don't waste your Stardust. Save it up or whatever. um, Oh, I should mention as well, when you do trade, it costs you Stardust. Uh, Anywhere between 10 to a million Stardust. (laughs) To trade, to trade a Pokemon or whatever, depending on a lot of features. Um, basically, if you don't have the Pokemon already in your Pokemon in your Pokedex, it's going to cost somewhere about a hundred thousand Stardust to trade. That way, they make it so that that way people can't cheat and make alt accounts. 
Okay. It, it costs like a ton. Um, but anyway, gotcha, gotcha. so message me on Twitter, Instagram, or whatever if you guys are interested in playing Pokemon Go with me, and we can become friends, and I can send you <laughs> items and level you guys up. It's really easy. Last topic, I think, of the day that I wanted to kind of talk about, um, unless Pixel had anything to add after this, Auto Chess, baby. Let's We're get into it. We're talking about Auto Chess again. Okay, so when we left off, we had so many Auto Chess announcements, I feel like. And I feel like this was only about two weeks ago uh, during our E3 episode. We talked about Auto Chess happening. Um, once again, for refreshers of people who need to know, we have currently Dota Underlords Dota Underlord, or sorry, Dota Auto Chess mod. That is the mod that was created by Drodo and on the Valve uh, platform in Dota 2 as an arcade game. We now have Auto Chess Mobile, which is made by Dragonest and Drodo, the people who made the Dota Chess Auto mod. We have the Auto Chess PC, which is going to be a port of the mobile game coming exclusive to Epic Games. We also have Valve's version of Dota Auto Chess, Dota Underlords, which is also available on mobile and on PC right now and Mac open beta. So you guys can go check that one out if you want to right now as well. And tomorrow we have the big hit. Uh, of the past week, I feel like, which is League of Legends Teamfight Tactics that is made by Riot Games. It is a game mode that is in the League of Legends client. So if you have a League account, we'll just log in there. It will be a permanent mode just like ARAM is in League of Legends. So I guess the big one we're going to be talking about is um, Teamfight Tactics. Holy crap. Mm -hmm. This game blew the heck up on Twitch. Oh, man. I've never seen anything like this for a long time, dude. For a long yeah. time on Twitch. And, and not only that, it, it's, it's on the, uh, the beta environment. So yeah, it's not on, only yeah. is like, this thing blowing up, but very few people can actually play it. Right. And it's insane how many people are actually watching just a small number of people actually playing. Yeah, it's at 85. So right now it's at 85,000 viewers right now. Um, Dota Underlords 5.6, Auto Chess 984. So it's definitely, uh, you know, big. It's up there or whatever. The, mm -hmm. It's the top, it's a third top game on Twitch. To be fair, the second top game doesn't count. It's Metroid Prime 2 Echoes because of GD, <laughs> GDQ is happening right now. So technically be the second highest game. Fortnite 120K, Team Fight 85.5K, League 58.2, Grand Theft Auto 54.9, and then Just Chatting 47.7. That's insane. So it is huge. I do not think it's dropped out of like the top whatever. Three, maybe. Yeah, three, three maybe. Since it's in since its inception, we've had non-auto chess players come. We've had League of Legends personalities come, obviously. So many people are playing this game. I feel like everyone on my friends list is freaking playing this game. Or on my followers right? list is playing this game. It's actually nuts. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know what it is. I don't know whether whether like people just want to experience the hype or if this is like actually a really good game. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I honestly don't know. Um, I guess like we should mention that it comes out tomorrow, and mm -hmm. on the league client, yes. I believe in kind of like an open ish beta type of thing. So the league client's going to be like crazy to get into uh, i do plan on streaming it maybe with pixel maybe not we'll see what the schedules are like tomorrow but i do plan on coming back for a consistent streams of like an hour or two and getting frustrated with this game um i mean pixel what's your opinion on not just like the like how crazy twitch is but with this game but also just like what do you think of the game in general like does it look like a game that piques your piques your interest because i've had 
uh, a majority of people say it looks cool, but then another majority of people being like, dude, this is just like, it feels like a mod still and it doesn't seem that <laughs> fun. So like, what is your opinion? Like from what you've seen and like uh, what you've been watching on Twitch at least. Sure. Uh, so, okay. Let me start off by saying that I'm not like a huge league fan. Mm, I don't normally see. play league. I, I haven't opened the client up in probably like a year or so. Mm. And um, so the, the IP for me, like, doesn't really matter. Mm -hmm. What I'm looking at is like, okay, is it actually like a decent looking game? Does it play well? And when I look at it, sure, you know what? It looks pretty simple, but I think that's where the magic comes from. I think games really, um, they really shine when you have really simple mechanics, but there's a lot of depth. Mm. And I think you can get that with this game. And there is just like a certain amount of RNG that that you can um, that you can get in this game that makes it so that you are actually you you feel like you're winning, and it's not right. always like due to your skill. Like you know, it just you know those surprise moments like in Hearthstone, like you get that one card, that one draw that lets you win the game. It has mm -hmm. those moments, and I think this game really has that potential to shine with both serious players and casual players. And I think this is. This is what makes auto battle, like the, the entire auto battle genre, like something that will really connect with people. Mm -hmm. I think this is, this is something, this is something huge. And I'm pretty sure like in maybe not like next year or maybe like two years from now, we're going to see a Blizzard one. Yeah. Uh, Supercell leaked that they're already working on one as well for mobile. Yeah. So I mean, like, like I can imagine a couple, a handful of companies are definitely probably working on like <clears throat> this type of stuff or whatever, you know. Yeah, it it looks simple. It looks basically like a mobile game. It does look pretty much like a mod, sure. Mm -hmm. But you know what? League started off like a mod. I mean, I mean, Dota. Uh, yeah, yeah, it started yeah, off like a mod. Mm -hmm. Um, so like these are pretty humble beginnings, but this is, I think, the future of a really um this could be a really big game this could be a really big genre this is actually like an actual new genre yeah it's <clears throat> it's pretty insane like i guess we see the thing that the new fortnite or something like that like strategy game i guess that's coming out or whatever i guess like mm -hmm. we're on the dawn of that or whatever it's nuts to see like how many people are playing it or whatever not only just like league streamers but then also just like non-league streamers as well yeah yeah, it's it's. I don't know whether it's going to stay hyped, but there is so much of it right now. Like, it would be a bad decision not to capitalize on it. Like, I've seen Fortnite streamers going, "I'm going to play TFT tomorrow." Yeah, they 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 don't play strategy games at all. They play Fortnite. They're shooters, yeah. and they want to play this. Yeah. Um, I think it's also smart that it it's barrier to entry is pretty low it is going to be a free-to-play game guys you can just download it but already from what <clears throat> it's been shown in like the game itself or like the from like the pbe and stuff as well it does look like there'll be like loot boxes for skins loot boxes for your courier which is the guy you can control that places stuff down uh and then also um it does look like there's gonna be a battle pass so there's already like incentives to like play the wow. game for like cosmetic gain or whatever um it doesn't it also kind of disappointing but it also looks like it comes with daily quests or some kind of questing system and then it also um unfortunately it doesn't come with 
from what I can tell, like a free battle pass, where it's like a free battle pass or a paid battle pass. From what mm -hmm. I can tell, it's only showing a, a paid battle pass. And that's one of the things that I don't really like. I would rather play the game like a cup. Like, I feel like if I don't buy the battle pass now, I'm missing out. You know what I mean? And then mm -hmm. what if the XP or the games I played, like, don't count towards it? Then I'm like, oh, okay, I played 15 games already behind now. This is stupid. You know what I mean? <laughs> so, um, you know, we'll see what ends up happening, like, with the game itself or whatever. But I'm actually yeah. pretty hyped to play it. Yeah, I am too. Like, like I want to give it a shot. Uh, you know, like, I, I, I want to give it a shot because, like, this is something new. This is something that I think everybody's getting into right now. And so I just want to get in on it too and just, you know, try and have some fun. Yeah, it will be interesting to see as well because right now the game is only normals, which is basically their version of saying unranked. So in unranked, you can queue with up to eight people, which has already been interesting. There's already been some like money matches and some tournaments going on yeah. in on Twitch. But I believe in ranked mode, um, it depends on what rank you get. But the ranks are going to be the same. Ranks Rank seasons, are, they said, are going to be about two months. And at the end of a ranked season, a new hero or a couple new heroes will be added as well. Ranks will work exactly like League of Legends. So you'll have from, you know, you'll have, what is it? Iron, bronze, silver, gold, plat, diamond, masters, and then challenger. So you'll have the same type mm -hmm. of like skill set. It'll be really interesting to see what ends up happening within the next week or two of the game coming out. Because uh, I know this happened a lot in Heroes of the Storm. But in, and even in Overwatch, when Heroes of the Storm and Overwatch came out, there were some streamers that were not super huge, but they were pretty big, maybe a thousand viewers, you know, two thousand viewers. You know, they weren't like crazy, like thirty k viewers. But then mm -hmm. after Ranked came out, their numbers plummeted. And this happened in Heroes of the mm. Storm as well, where I remember specifically a couple streamers that I used to watch kind of consistently that were always streaming the game, and it was probably because not many people had the game. And once Ranked came out, and they got placed in like silver or bronze or gold their numbers just tanked hmm. um, when it came to it because people want to see like good players playing you know what i mean so i'm also right, interested right. to see like what happens to some of these bigger streamers and smaller like medium-sized streamers who are streaming the game and they end up getting like not high ranks and stuff like i'm interested to see like how the numbers fluctuate within wow. like just the streamer community as well yeah wow that's super interesting yeah because this ha this has happened with like almost every release um so you're playing it tomorrow or you're gonna try to uh, I'm going to try to. We'll see what happens. I'm going to have mean, it downloaded. Yeah, I got to re-download tonight, too, as well. I mean, I'm down <laughs> to play with you, so we both suck. Like, we can just do normals. Like, I suck. Yeah. Like, I know the basic premise of the game. I played Dota Un Underlords. Uh -huh. We can play Dota Underlords if you want after this, but I suck at that game, too. But, I mean, you know, we we could play and be scrubs together. Yeah, no, I'll be fine. Yeah. I think like it's a good time to get in just because like there's a lot of people who are going to be inexperienced and so I won't feel like a complete noob. You know, I won't feel yeah. like I'm getting destroyed every single round. Exactly, exactly. So, I mean, tune in for that guys. My plan is that I'm going to start streaming auto chat. I I want to stream tomorrow at least. It's hard right now, guys. I will admit because I do have my daughter here. So, it is kind of weird to be like, "Hey, go to bed. I got to play games or go to sleep like it's it's summer for her so it's like she doesn't really right. have to like go to sleep early but i'll definitely be on um tomorrow for sure to stream and then a couple like i'm gonna try to stream somewhat consistently throughout the week if time permits or allows but i'll be playing it off stream i think a lot <clears throat> which uh to be honest i haven't really played a game off stream in a long time just for like fun so i'm pretty hyped for it mm -hmm um but yeah uh so go go check that out pixel and i will squad stream it <laughs> or something <laughs> i don't know but uh we'll yeah see. we'll see um any 
other news pixel that you wanted to kind of cover for tonight or i don't know i think that's it i think we covered we covered pretty much everything and we ended on a pretty good note yeah i'm i'm, I'm pretty happy with it um but yeah guys i guess that is gonna be it check us out on auto battler uh auto battler streams tomorrow <laughs> um yeah, hopefully I have an electric skateboard by next week. Hopefully my Pokemon Go goes well. Hopefully Pixel survived his orientation and he can do a better job at work. I mean, there's a you know there's a better bunch of other stuff that we can add to that. But yeah. Uh, anyway, guys, that is going to be it for us here at No Content Podcast. Uh, Pixel, where can they find you? Well, you can always find me on my Twitch channel at twitch.tv slash pixel underscore pusher 101. This is going to be the game that Pixel actually streams guys I, we it, promise. you know it might be it, it might very well be we we promise that will happen uh as it's, always you can follow stream <laughs> yeah right uh as always you can follow me on twitch twitter and instagram at ryan kubo r-y-n-k-u-b-o if you guys also want to follow the podcast there are links down below um to also our other podcasts that are on this site as well uh you can check us out on youtube youtube.com slash s-h-i-g-e-o-s twitch tv if you guys want to check out the youtube as well anyway guys thanks so much for hanging out with us today for another episode we will see you next week hopefully on monday with another episode so take care guys have a great week see you guys